Hello, everyone. This is your host of the Leader in Chief podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, friend, educator, health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. As always, we want to welcome you to the Leader in Chief podcast. Our goal is to empower and equip ourselves and those around us in our everyday leadership roles to love more, live inspired, and to lead with heart. So we hope that you feel connected and supported in this journey, and we're excited to have you with us. Today, I want to take a moment to speak around a topic that I have been feeling extra lately, and I wonder if many of you are feeling the same way, and that is when to speak up and to say something, and when to be quiet and listen. So raise your hand if you've ever been in a situation where maybe somebody has said something or you have witnessed something that you just, you felt like you needed to speak up, but maybe you weren't sure how or what to say, or um, it was just one of those situations that in your gut, you thought you might need to do something, but you weren't sure when or how, or Maybe on the flip side, you've been in a situation that you have just talked so much that the person or the people you were with weren't able to talk or you were not able to hear what they thought or felt and you missed an opportunity to learn or even just to empathize with somebody else. I know personally, I have been in both of those situations. Um, I've spoken too much and I haven't spoken up when I should. And even on the flip side, I've been in situations where others have talked too much and not listened. And I think, I think we all can relate to that. And as leaders, it's important for us to know that we need to know when and how to do both. We need to know when and how to speak up and advocate, but we also need to know when and how to shut up and just listen. So today I want to just take some time and talk about that. And I want to start with listening because that is where most of us need to do most of the work. So the question I want us to ask ourselves is this, are we really listening or just waiting to talk? And when I first read that question, I was like, oh, Gosh, yeah, pretty much had to be honest with myself and say, a lot of the times I am just waiting to talk or I'm preparing what I'm going to say in response to that in my head and I'm not actually really listening. But it turns out that we're not alone. Research shows about 10 to 25% of us um, actually listen effectively, which means most of us either don't listen well or we have room to grow. So this is why we should listen well, particularly as leaders. We know that when we are actively listening, there are enormous benefits. It helps us to focus on understanding versus responding. When we are active listening, it improves relationships. And we know that relationships are the core of leadership. It builds trust. And if you read anything in leadership, whether it's John Maxwell or Brene Brown or Brendan Burchard or Stephen Covey, one of the themes that you will see running through all of those amazing thought leaders and authors is trust and the, the importance of building trust with the people that you are connected with and communicating with. Leaders cannot lead 
unless they have trust. Nobody wants to follow somebody that they don't trust. So in our leadership capacity, whether that's as a parent, as an educator, as a business owner, as a team leader, as a manager, whatever your role is in everyday life, we need to build trust and active listening helps us. It helps us to connect and to communicate better. So We know that we need to do this. So here are some ways that we can help ourselves become better leaders and grow our leadership, better listeners and grow our leadership skills. So first, we need to not just listen to the words, but also to listen to the silence, to the pauses, listen to the body language and the facial expressions of the other person. I know there are many times where I somebody will pause or take a breath and I think that they're done and I'll jump right in rather than just taking some time and recognizing if the person is pausing to think or pausing to articulate something or pausing to put an emphasis on the thought that they just said. And so when we listen, it's really important to pay attention to all of those cues, not just the words, the words, how they say it, their tone, their expression, all of it. So some of the things I've learned over time, and I'm still a definite work in progress with this. This is something that I have to very, very actively be intentional about because it's, you know, old habits die hard, but things I try to avoid doing. And instead I do this when I'm listening and see if this might help you. So oftentimes when I'm listening, especially in my role as a parent and as my role as an educator and a principal, um, people will often come to me with um, something that they're upset about or a, a problem or something like that. And so I think as leaders, we are very much problem solvers and solution oriented. So what we want to do is to fix it. And sometimes when we're listening, rather than listening to fix or to try to solve the problem based on what we think, we need to try instead to listen, to help to lead and empower that person to figure out their own solution. Oftentimes that just means asking open-ended questions. So if somebody comes to us with a situation, asking them questions to help guide them along their journey to figure out the solution. Most of the time, they know how to solve it and how they want to solve it. They just need the air and the ability to process with somebody. So one of my favorite questions that I've learned from an amazing mentor, Jen Orton, I worked with her as a teacher and as a principal. She worked at an ISD up here in Michigan, and she learned this. She did some training for cognitive coaching. So if you're in education and you've participated in cognitive coaching, you know that it's a really powerful way to um, just lead and to communicate with others. And I'm just going to touch the surface of this. If you want a deeper dive, I would encourage you to um, get into some of that cognitive coaching training if you want to grow your leadership and your communication skills, because that's very, very helpful. But one of the questions that she would often ask when she was doing this is if you had a magic wand and there were no barriers, what would you do to solve this problem? And it seems like a silly question, but in the process of asking somebody that question, it gives them permission to think creatively, to overlook the barriers and the obstacles and think, well, this is what I would do. This is what I want to happen. And what ends up coming about in that situation is even if they identify the barriers, they often are like, well, I guess I could do that, or it helps them to solve that problem. So it's just, it's a really cool question that gets our minds thinking differently. So avoid 
listening to fix the problem or fix the situation and instead try listening with open-ended questions and um, just really listening to understand. The second thing I want you to avoid when listening is avoid listening to argue or to convince somebody that they should feel the way that you feel. So oftentimes people will come to you with things and they just want to be heard and it might be something different than what you believe or what you feel. That's a hard one. So instead of trying to persuade or convince, we need to listen to understand or empathize. Sometimes it's agreeing to disagree. Oftentimes I can think in my relationships with my um, family members, we don't always agree on stuff and we try really hard to convince each other why they should believe our way or a certain way. And that that usually does not turn out very well. So instead of listening to get ready to defend your uh, perspective, listen to understand. The other thing that we do when we're listening is we um, often are super quick to respond. So instead of being really quick to respond, give yourself permission to pause and to think and let what the person is saying settle into your brain. So again, it goes back to listening to understanding. Take a breath, maybe take five breaths and just listen to what they're saying before you respond. A couple of things are going to happen. One, it's going to help that person to feel honored. Two, you're going to make sure that that person truly, truly is finished with what they need to say. So they're not going to feel like they're interrupted. And three, it's going to give you time to process what is happening and to respond in a way that is supportive. The other part that I want you to consider is this. How many of you have had moments where people or businesses or schools or what have you have asked you to complete a survey or for feedback on something or they've invited you to be part of a committee? Um, If you are doing that, if you're a leader and you're seeking feedback, be open to receiving that feedback. And what I mean by this is I've had some experiences this year where we've completed surveys for a variety of topics or been on committees, and it's very apparent that those committees or those surveys, they're just doing it to say, so the organizers can say, well, we did seek out feedback, but they really have no intention of using the feedback for their decisions. Now, I'm not saying that you need to please everybody and do what everybody says. But if you are asking feedback, honor the people that are taking the time to give you the feedback to consider what they are saying is worthwhile. Don't just look for confirmation of your beliefs and then discredit all of the other stuff. Again, you may have to agree to disagree, but consider all sources. Be open-minded enough to learn and to maybe consider alternatives. The final thing in listening is we never want to make assumptions, right? But if we're going to make an assumption, I want to encourage us to assume positive intent. So when people are speaking and when we're listening, even if it's hard to hear, even if it's something we don't agree with, let's all try to assume positive intent and what their message is trying to get across. And that helps us to maybe take our defenses down a bit and to really listen to what they're trying to say. Now, I do believe we need to listen more. I think that in a world that we are living in now, particularly with social media, where we all can speak whatever we want through many mediums, 
um, we need to slow down and just be quiet and listen and learn and be open, being open to being wrong and being willing to admit that, being open to learning new and different ways. But there are also times that are, it's just as important, particularly as leaders, where we need to speak up. Obviously, if it's a safety issue or human rights issue, right, that's important for us to speak up. So how do we do that? And how do we know the right time to do it? And again, I'm going to go back to John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and he talks about the law of timing. There is a time and a place to do that, and that matters. So not only does what we say and how we say it matter, but when we say it, it matters. So the first step is to just really identify your values. What is most important to you? What are your non-negotiables? For me, my non-negotiable is I cannot stand mean behavior. I firmly believe that no matter what your opinion is, everybody should be treated with kindness and dignity and respect. So if we have to treat other people poorly or make other people feel bad or um, uncom- not uncomfortable, that's not the right word because sometimes uncomfortable is where we all need to live. But if we're being disrespectful or unkind or mean to people to get our point across, it, to speak up, we're doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong. If we have to do that, there's a better way. So it's, again, it's okay to disagree, but we need to do that respectfully and with kindness. I always really want to focus on growth mindset, being open, being open to see other things. For me, the things that are important to me are education, obviously, health and wellness. That's important to me. As leaders, I think it's important for us to take care of ourselves, our body, our mind, and our soul. And I want to model that as a leader and I want to empower the people that are on my team and in my tribe to do the same thing because I believe that we can't pour from an empty cup. So you'll hear me talking about those things. And again, going back to kindness and respect, right? I don't want to shame anybody into feeling a certain way, but to support them. So know your values. I encourage you to take some time, do some soul searching and reflecting. What are your non-negotiables? What's important to you and why? And then live them, not just your words, but make sure that our actions match what our words are saying. So when things come up and we're feeling that like pit in our stomach, like, do we say something? Do we not? We know what our values are and the people around us know our values too because we live them on a day-to-day basis. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not perfect or or that we're perfect or that we're not going to make mistakes because we are, but we can speak up even when it's hard. On my um, social media this week, I read a quote from Brene Brown and I shared it and she said, daring leaders are never silent about hard things. And it just made me think about this, really living into our values and aligning our values and speaking up. Hard conversations, just because it's hard, doesn't mean that we shouldn't have that conversation. There is a time and a place to speak up and it's important. It's important to do that. So those conversations, even if they're hard, help to move us in the right direction. So right now, personally, I'm struggling with what is happening in our world and I'm, I I don't always have the right answers and I've got big feelings about it. So honoring that, knowing that there's a lot that I need to learn and unlearn, but equity and education and this pandemic has brought on so 
many challenges. And it's not, education has never been a one size fits all, but that um, those gaps and those equity gaps are just growing. And how do we support those that need our support and then keep moving forward? Social justice and all the racial things that are going on. Again, I'm going back to this. There has been some things that have been said that I should have spoken up and I didn't. One, and I am embarrassed to admit this, I wasn't sure what to say or how to say it or the right way to say it. So I just kind of sheepishly looked away and that's embarrassing to admit, but then I also have to own that, right? That's part of how I grow and how I learn. And as a leader, particularly working with fellow leaders and public education and as a wellness coach and um, you know, just trying to connect with women in leadership, we can't be quiet about hard things right? We have to be able to speak up, but doing it in a way that is kind. I think of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her message, like speak up, even if your voice shakes, it's important to have those conversation and conversations and ladies, as we come together and we grow in our leadership roles and we are able to see female leaders and, and hopefully that continues to grow with all of the great things that are happening in that realm, May we continue to support and encourage each other and to celebrate that, but also speak up when changes need to be made. So when you think of your role in leadership, when you think of where you are in your everyday leadership, whether you're a mom, a coach, a team leader, a business leader, whether you own a small business, I don't know where you are, but I hope you know that you are a leader in some capacity and we all have leadership qualities in us that we can grow. Where are some areas that you want to focus that you need to listen more? I know for me as a mom, I need to listen more. I tend to want to swoop in and save the day. My kids are getting older and, and quite honestly, um, they're, they're turning out okay and they don't, they don't need us to swoop in one and it's not good for them. It's good for them to problem solve. And I think my daughter, you know, we had a conversation the other night, this the impacts of COVID and school, and she's missed out on a lot of things, which many kids have, and it impacts our all of our kids differently. And she just was having a particularly rough day and um, needed to talk about it. And I so badly, as she was talking about it and explaining it, wanted to swoop in and try to like say, oh, well, it could be worse, or at least you don't have this, or have you tried this, or have you thought about this to fix, right? Or try to persuade her why it's it's okay. And, and I, you know, I just talked about toxic positivity last week, but I just needed to be quiet. I just needed to be quiet and let her explain all of her feelings and her emotions and honor the hard and the yuck and to let her be there for a minute. Again, she wasn't unpacking and living there. And we talked about this last podcast episode, but she needed to name those feelings. And for me to say, oh, Jay, those are really big feelings. This is a really hard time. I'm so proud of you for how you're handling it, you know, and just to let her speak. And she knew exactly what she needed to do. You know, I asked her the magic wand question and she could name the three next, the three things that she needed to do next to feel better about the hard stuff that was going on in her life. She just needed someone to listen openly, not judging her, not trying to fix it, not trying to convince her why she should or shouldn't feel a, a certain way. Somebody just to be quiet and listen. And that made a huge difference. 
I also want to encourage us as we get ready to speak up and we want to speak up and say things, there are a time and a place to say it. And we talked about this a bit and I would, I would definitely encourage you to read John Maxwell's book on the law of time in that chapter in 21 Irrefutable Laws. But a tip I've learned over the years as a sports mama, oftentimes we see our kids in sports and maybe they aren't playing the position we want, or maybe they're not getting enough playing time, or maybe the coach yelled at our you know, precious Johnny for whatever reasons, and the mama bear in us comes out, right? And we want to say something, or maybe something happened at school where your kid comes home from school and talks about somebody being a bully, or you know, all of those things that are important to address and to speak up. But I've learned to um, try this technique, and I don't remember which coach taught it to me, but I'm so grateful for it, and it's just the 24-hour rule. So anytime something happens, whether it's on the soccer field or at school and my kids come home or, or if somebody says something to me that upsets me or I need to speak up, um, if it's a safety issue or something that is you know, very much just mean behavior that needs to be addressed right away, I always do that. But a lot of times, I wait 24 hours. It gives me time to calm down, <laughs> to reflect, to think, to really articulate what I want to say and what I'm upset about. And I'm not just reacting out of pure emotion or um, from that place of being a mama bear or being protective or personal feelings being hurt. It gives me time to have a little more clarity on what I want to speak up about and It gives me permission to say, you know what, Jen, you don't actually know it all. And maybe, maybe you needed to hear that. Like maybe I just needed to sit with what that person was saying or doing and and to be able to, to listen to that and to feel that. So that's a tip that I've learned. So friends, as leaders, as we go through this, we are going to fail forward. We're going to speak up when we shouldn't. We're going to be quiet when we probably should speak up. We're going to really have to work on the listening piece as leaders, Um, but we'll get there. We just have to own it and name it and be willing to do the work. We have to keep learning, unlearning, reflecting, growing. It matters. It matters for our relationships. It matters for those around us. It helps us to empower and inspire those. It helps us to grow leaders. And after all, that is what we are called to do is to grow leaders. So that is my thought on when to speak up and when to shut up. (laughs) In the next few episodes, I am so pumped for this. So we are going to start interviewing some amazing female leaders in our community and that are doing all kinds of great things and serving in a ton of ways. We're going to just have a ton of laughter and some tears and celebrations. We're going to have hard conversations. We're going to talk about what's going well. We're going to talk about what's not going well in real life, everyday leadership, women right here in our community that are just living it. It's real, it's authentic, and I'm so pumped. We're going to start recording those. So make sure that you're listening, make sure that you're tuning in, tag a friend, um, like, and subscribe this. Any feedback that you could offer, that would be great. I'm always looking to grow and to be better. So if there's a specific leadership topic you want to hear about, please shoot me an email at jenschultz.liveinspired at gmail.com. I would love to connect with you. You can also follow me on your favorite social media platforms. Same thing, jenschultz.liveinspired. And again, take a screenshot of this. Tell me what you love. Tell me what you didn't love. I would love to hear any of that feedback. And I promise to work really hard to listen and to absorb all that you have to say. So 
in the meantime, I hope you always know that you are appreciated, you are loved, and you matter. Make it an amazing day, and we will chat with you soon.